Did you clap for pastor or did you clap for God? Amen. Amen. Brother Claude, he asked the question, and he made a statement after he asked the question. And his statement was, and when you come into the presence of God, at most times you look gloomy. So I want you to look at your neighbor and smile at your neighbor. And tell your neighbor, neighbor, you know what? God loves you. And I love you too. Neighbor, you know what? God has decided to bless you. And there is nothing you can do about it. Neighbor, you know what? You have not seen anything yet. Come on, give Jesus a round of applause. When he has that question, a song dropped into my spirit. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice as he made you glad, he has made me glad, I am so glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad, he has made me glad, I am so glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter, I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise, with praise. I will say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me God. As he made you glad, he has made me glad. I am so glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I am so glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. This is the second song. I will sing. I will dance, I will rejoice in the Lord my God. I will say, I will sing, I will, I will dance, I will rejoice in the Lord my God. You're not singing and dancing. I will sing, I will sing, I will dance, I will. I will rejoice in the Lord my God. I will sing, I will dance, 
I will rejoice in the Lord my what? This is the day, this is the oh yeah, the Lord has made. Masara Bayekendeleba, I will I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. Hallelujah, this is the day that the Lord has Oh yes, I will rejoice and be glad. Oh, come on, let's 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 let's. I know that He does. Oh yes, yes, yes. Jehovah, you are here because of Jehovah. Listen, 
the children of Israel were shouting, and their enemies started to fight themselves. Listen, the children of Israel were dancing, and when they shouted, the walls of Jericho came down. Today, every wall that is standing against you is coming down right now. If you are happy, come and dance to the Lord. Let's go.
हाले लुया हे हाले लुया हे आई गो वशिप माई गोदी से जुआल हाले लुया हे हाले Father, we thank you. You can go and sit down. Jehovah, we worship you. You can go and sit down. Father, we thank you because, Lord, you have given us the opportunity to worship you today. Father, accept our praise and our worship as a sweet-smelling servant. Mighty King, that which we have sung today, we sung from the depth of our hearts. Because we are grateful that we are alive. We are grateful that we have something to eat. We are grateful that we have what to wear. We are grateful most especially that you found it worthy to save us from the effects of sin. You took us out of darkness. You put us in the kingdom of your son. We are grateful because you have called us as partners in this work with you. Mighty Father, accept our praises. Accept our worship. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You can be seated. We thank God for all that he has done today. We have such a little time. But everything is for the glory of God. And the Bible says that everything working out for good for those, that are, for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And that thing that I did that time, I don't know why I did it, but that was what God wanted. Praise the Lord. Because by, but because of time, we shouldn't have done it. We just got into the world. But it's one thing I believe. That when the Spirit of God steps into a matter, your best laid plans goes outside the window. Amen? Because the plan of man is nothing compared to the plans of God. Praise the Lord. Now, maybe I'll have the chance to go back to this topic again, but I just want to talk to you briefly about a topic called seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Now, what I want to talk about has to do with giving offering, seed sowing, which is a very, very dangerous topic in the church. Praise the Lord. Ah, your voice has gone down. You have proved me right. It is a very dangerous topic in the church because most people think, my money is mine. Amen? How many of you believe me? If you raise your hand, you'll get into trouble because that was a trick question. Amen. But you know what? The money is not yours. The Bible says that he's the one that gives us the power to get what? Wealth. So in every income that God places in your hand, in every wealth that he gives you, in every gift that he causes to get into your hand, there is a seed part, there is a bread part. Amen? 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 
But most of us, we only remember the bread part. And we eat and eat and eat and we don't grow beyond where we are. Amen. Now, God did not create you and I to be poor or to lack. Poverty is not lack of money. Poverty is lack of influence and affluence. When you don't have anything to eat, you are poor. When you don't have money to meet a need at that time, you are very close to it. When you don't have influence, amen, you are poor. But the plan of God for his children is for anybody not to be poor. That was why when he created Adam, he put it in the garden. And the Bible says there are four rivers that flows into the garden to nourish the garden. Praise the Lord. What brought poverty into the world is sin. Because when Adam sinned, God told him that you will labor before you can eat bread. Before Adam sinned, he did not labor before he had bread. He just needed to work because God told him to work. But bread was abundant. Praise the Lord. Now, if you, if that you have is bread, then you are like Adam when he got kicked out of the garden. Because all that he gives you is not bread. There is a seed part, there is a bread part. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10 to 13. Please, sir, could you just show it up if you can? Because there's no time. I'm going to skip a lot of things, but by the grace of God, I have the opportunity to go back to it. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10 to 13. And he that ministered seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food, and multiply your seed soon, and increase the fruit of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which caused through us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplied the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgiving unto God. You see that? When you administer, administer the seed the way God wants it, it is enough for the saints to be supplied. And for thanksgiving to be given unto God. That is why I said, what you have, your salary. Listen, if you complain, I don't have enough to buy a car. Give that money to God. And I can guarantee you, from experience, God will give you a car. Because he will ask you one day, what do you want? Solomon sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings to God. And the Lord appeared to him that night and said, Solomon, ask what you want. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't be like the elephant that eats so much and produces so much waste. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because if you eat everything that you have, the only thing you can produce is waste. But when you recognize the seed part, we looked at a presentation just now.
All that we saw on that presentation was because some people recognized the seed part. Because without that seed part, the gospel cannot be preached. Without that seed part, those that are pastors, our, 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 our father said, he used to earn 1.5 lakhs when he was working. But now he is depending on the grace and the glory of God. Amen. And the people that are holding him up are like the woman of Zarephath. That God told Elijah, let me look for it now. God told Elijah in the book of First Kings chapter 17 verse 7. When he was still by the brook chariot and the brook dried up. Sorry, sir, I'm going to use you as an example. Can I go ahead? Good. When Elijah was by the brook and the brook was flowing... And birds were bringing cakes for him. It was just like you, sir. In the Gulf states, by the brook, any 1.5 lakhs. Praise the Lord. But when it was time to go to the work of God, God said, Elijah, the brook is dry. God could have kept the brook flowing. There is nothing that is too impossible for him. God could have kept... Crows. Crows are by nature very stingy. Rather than give to you, they will take from you. And for God to prove there was nothing too impossible for him, if you serve him, he made crows give Elijah cakes. Why didn't the crows eat the cakes before they get there? Amen? Amen? That is why you should know that God can rob other people to give you. If you don't like my theology, go and read your Bible. Because I will not tell you what God has not told me. I will not tell you what God is not in the Bible. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the Lord said, Elijah, leave the brook. Go to Zarephath. By the way, Zarephath was not in Israel. (laughs) Amen. Zarephath was in Canaan. Enemies of Israel. Amen. Amen. Because I'm talking about money. Come on, share up. You're in the presence of God. He said, for I have prepared a widow to take care of you. I have prepared a widow to take care of you. Please, could you open to 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 7. So Elijah got up and went to Zarephath. And the Bible says, when Elijah got to Zarephath, can you put it on the screen, please? First Kings. First Kings chapter 17, verse 7 to 24. The Bible says Elijah was standing somewhere, just waiting. Now, this is the most difficult part. And I know that a lot of pastors make a mistake and use this to apply pressure on people. But you know what? A lot of people make mistakes and miss their blessing from God. So listen carefully. Elijah got so went and stood. God did not tell Elijah how the woman looked. God just said, I have prepared a widow. So on the part of Elijah, there must be faith. On the part of the widow, there must be faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because without faith, there is no way you can give to the work of God. Without faith, there is no way you can sow into the house of God. In fact, without faith, you become a philosopher. And you will start to look at how bad the pastor is for asking you for money. If you do it, stop it from today. If you don't want to give him, don't give him. 
For no other surety that if you give into it, the love of a man of God, into the work of God, into the church of God, and I'm not talking about tithe now, I'm talking about offering, you are not giving to that man or that woman, you are giving to God. And we serve a God that is not a debtor. The Bible says that the Lord lost a cheerful giver. There is nowhere in my Bible that says that the Lord lost a cheerful giver. Amen. So when Elijah saw the woman, Elijah did not know if she was the one. Elijah said, woman, can I have some water? And I believe the Spirit of God must have ministered to him. And the woman was going and said, while you are at it, can I have some bread? And the woman looked and said, as the Lord your God liveth. Number one, I don't know how she knew. Right? As the Lord your God liveth. I don't have. What I have is a little flour and a little oil. And I'm gathering these two sticks for myself and my son to prepare, eat, and die. And the man of God said, Okay, go ahead and prepare it. But bring a little for me first. He said, For it is written, The barrel of flour shall not fail. And the cruise of oil shall not fail until, the fa- until rain comes to the earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. No, 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 you have not answered. Praise the Lord. Because that was a miracle. And thank God the woman was faithful. And she went and prepared and brought a little for the man of God. Now, it's a woman and her son, so they must not have too much, right? So, if you ever think that it is not enough, so I will keep it to myself, it will never be enough. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. It will never be what? Enough. And the Bible says, And the barrel of flour did not fail, and the cruise of oil did not get dry, According to the word of the man of God. Now, the word was not the word of the man of God. Because God had told him, go to Zarephath, for I have prepared a widow. Praise the Lord. So, in that little that the woman had, there was a seed part and there was a bread part. But if if she had eaten the seed with the bread. And said, that man of God does not know what he's talking about. He is very wicked. And we all say that. So don't, don't even deny it. He's very wicked. He knows I don't have enough. He is driving a car. He is living in a big house. He has many people that are giving to him. And he's asking me for the little that I have. If she had said that, she would have died of hunger and starvation. So my brothers and my sisters... God has been dealing with me for three months about this subject. And I've been struggling with it. But I cannot keep quiet anymore. The Lord is speaking to some people here. And the Lord is asking me to tell you today. You are holding back my blessing. Because when I push you to give, you are becoming wiser than me. It is not about the, the amount that you give. It's about the quality that you give. 
Because there was a woman in the New Testament, in the book of Luke. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, I need to look for it. There was a woman. Ah, yes, I think I found it. Praise the Lord. Let us go to the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. The Bible says that the Lord Jesus was standing in the tabernacle and he was observing those that were putting money in the treasury. You know, if Jesus was around today and he did the same thing, we'll say he's very greedy. Why is he standing at the treasury? But the Bible says he was observing those putting money in the treasury and he saw big people putting a lot of money. Right? But he saw a widow that put two mites. Two mites. All that she had. And Jesus turned to his disciples and said, Who gave the most? And he said, Oh, the big men, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law, the tax, the tax uh, collectors, and so on. Jesus said, No. That widow, she gave all. What is the quality of your seed? I'm not talking about tithe now. Tithe is a command. It is percent of your income. If you don't pay it, you are under a curse already. I am sorry, but that's what the Bible said. Praise the Lord. Go on to read the book of Malachi chapter 3. That is what the Bible said. But let's talk about offerings today. It's free will. You can decide whether you give it or not. But because it's free will does not mean there is a reward not tied to it. And Jesus said, this widow gave all Again, was an act of worship. What is the quality of your offering? When you give into the work of God, when you sow into the life of men of God, what is the thought of your mind? Are you giving out of necessity? Or are you giving to God? Because you know the life that you have, there is no way you would have had it. My words this afternoon, I believe, I hope, I am begging the Lord that those words will make you think. I am not asking you to give to me. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you should increase your giving to the church. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying, does the quality of your seed life glorify God? I am saying, are you eating both the bread and the seed? I am saying that unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground and die, it abides alone. I am saying that whatever you have been crying for, maybe it is just located in that seed. Cornelius was not a Christian. Cornelius was not an Israelite. Cornelius was not a Jew. He was a Roman soldier. The only people hated more than tax collectors in Judea, in the life, in the days of Jesus and the disciples were Roman soldiers. But the Bible says Cornelius was a man that feared God. And his fear of God made him deep to the poor. That is one type of offering. And the Bible says an angel appeared to him one day and said, Cornelius, your hands to the poor has risen as a memorial before God. Therefore, send to Joppa for one Peter. 
let him come and tell you and your family that which you have to do. Praise the Lord. It sounds like Cornelius bought salvation with money. That's the way it sounds. Right? But when Cornelius was given to God, his expectation was not salvation. It was just given out of gratitude and reverence for God. And God rewarded him. The Shemite woman was not compelled to give. She was not forced to give. She recognized a need. Amen? The Bible said, in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 to 37, that when Elijah was passing by Shunem to go somewhere to go minister, the woman would force Elijah to come in and have food. After some time, the woman turned to the husband and said, Listen, I perceive that this man is a man of God. You, you see the thinking? The woman did not open the door for Elisha to eat, not because he was a man of God. It was after she had done that once or twice. She now turned to him and said, I perceive that this man is a man of God. Let us prepare a place for him to sleep, so that when he goes, he can rest, and when he comes back, he can rest. The woman had a heart for God and for the things of God. She was not called as a prophet, but she was called like Aaron and Hor to hold up the hand of the man of God. And the Bible said after some time, Elisha looked at Gehazi and said, Gehazi, there's something wrong here. We have been eating like elephants, and we have not given anything out. It is time to give. Go ask her what she wants. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen, listen, listen. It will sound funny, but let me tell you. After a minute, okay? If you see a need here, Without being told, and you don't meet the need, you are locking up your child. Okay, you can say, I have all the children that I need. But you don't have all the blessing that you need yet. Amen. 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 Look at your neighbor and say, Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. That means that at least you are still listening to me. And the Bible says, and Elijah looked at the woman and said, what do you want? Gehazi said, man of God, she doesn't have a son. Elisha looked at her and said, listen, you know what? By this time next year, she said, man of God, don't laugh at me. But you see, our, our doubt did not stop the move of God. You know why? Because in my language, there's a proverb that says, when you pour water in front, you will step on wet ground. She had poured water in front and prepared the way for her blessing to come. You cannot be a channel of blessing and remain dry. Praise the Lord. Now, that, that was not even the blessing. That was just an extra. In my language, we call that jara. Extra. Right? Let us go to the book of 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 1 to 6. Let us put it up because we need to read it. We need to read it before we pray. 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 1 to 6. And after some time later, because of the, what this, man had, this woman had done, she became a part of God's plan. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't understand what I'm trying to say. Listen, the way you consider God's plan and things, that way God will start to consider your things. You cannot turn your back on the plans of God and expect God to look at you. The only way God will look at you is because of grace. 
But there are some people that are special. That when they make God's work, they are very life. Jesus said to disciples in the book of John chapter 4, he said, I have food of which you guys don't know of. He said, because my food is to do the will of he that sent me. Is that your food? If it's your food, and it's not your food concerning your money, you are not complete. If it is not your food concerning your time, you are not complete. If it's not your food concerning your potentials, you are not complete. Because everything God has deposited in you is meant to use to serve it. Now let's look at this. Now verse 1 says, And Elisha told the woman, you need to leave because famine is coming. And that famine is going to last long. He said, so you need to go and get out of here. Go to a place and sojourn. And it's going to be around for seven years. Seven is the number of God, number of completeness. Right? Verse 2. And the woman left, as she was told by the man of God, and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And it came to pass that at the seven years end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. Let's go to the next one, verse 4. And at that time, the king was talking to Gehazi. <laughs> you see, God is a master planner. Why was the king, that's, what, that's where I ask myself a question when I read the Bible. Why was the king talking to Gehazi about the same time that the woman came back? Why not before? Why not after? Because, listen, when you sow, it might take 10 years, 20 years, 100 years, but you will reap. Because that is what the word of the Lord says. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So look at what she did. He said, tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha had done. Verse 5. And Gehazi was now telling the king how he had restored the dead body to life. That behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land at the same time. And Gehazi said, my lord, O king, this is the woman, this is her son whom Elisha restored to life. And the next verse says, and when the king asked the woman, she said, so the king appointed unto a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers, and all the fruits of the field, since the day that she left the land, even until now. What if she had not recognized the need? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is a question I want you to answer this next one week. What if she had not recognized the need? What if she had seen the need and ignored it? What if she had focused on the fact that she doesn't have a child and she was grumbling against God? What if she was the one calling her husband and you did not give me a child? What if, what if, what if? But we thank God that she's an example today. Another woman is Ruth. Ruth refused to leave Naomi. And today her name is known throughout Christendom because she was the great-grandmother to David. But she was a Moabitess, right? But she said, where you go, I will go. Where, you, where your God is, where you, the God you worship, I will worship. Why? Because she had the soul of a giver. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us stand up. So, do you recognize your seed? And do you recognize the bread? Amen? 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 What I had in mind was more than what I just said, but because of time, we cannot go into it. If one that ministered seed to the sower and bread to the eater, the day God showed me this, I, before then I thought I was a giver. 
But when he showed me, I realized I was eating part of my seed. Praise the Lord. Because in my personal, and this is my own, my personal opinion, my seed is more than my bread. <laughs> because the quality of the seed determines the quality of the harvest. Before we pray, I'm going to tell you one more thing. If you plant a grain of corn in five months, the corn will grow and bring seed. Right? And for those of you that are farmers, some people are not farmers. I'm not a farmer. But you bring seed, right? Three or four cobs. When you harvest the cobs, what happens to the, to the corn? It dies. But he has brought about five, 500 to 2,000 seeds of corn, right? Harvest, right? More than a thousand fold increase, right? Answer me please, right? Now, if you plant mango, amen? Corn, mango. Will the mango come up in five months? No. Will it come up in two years? Depending on whether it is uh, GM modified. But five years, right? But when it starts to bring fruit, does it stop? Does it stop? Brethren, let me tell you. In the things of God, there are seeds that are like corn. And there are seeds that are like mangoes. Sometimes God will ask you for the seed that is a corn. Because he wants to bless you immediately. Sometimes he will ask you for something that will pay you. That is a sacrificial offering. You will cry, you will grumble, you will murmur. But if you can just give it a faith, that is like the mango tree. Because when God says, son, it is time to reap, it cannot stop. The enemy cannot stop it. And this is the reason why I say, Lord, today, reach into my heart. Ah, Father, I need wisdom and understanding concerning seed sowing. Giving my time, my understanding, my potentials, my money for your work. Father, open my understanding. Let the words that have been mentioned today, let it be a seed that will bring off good fruit in my life. Oh Lord, help me to see that secret. Let the entrance of your word bring light and understanding unto my life. Open your mouth and start to pray for yourself right now. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father, we want to thank you because you are the God that blesses. It is your desire to bless us. You desire to increase us. You desire to enlarge our coast. And that's why you are giving us this message. Lord, we pray that our spirit man will receive it. And Lord, we will act upon it. And we will see our tent enlarged. And your name glorified. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for your servant you have used. More of your anointing. Bestow mightily upon him. That your name be glorified. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go in a new abundance.